we don't want to give away too much, but big things are coming. That's for sure. I always think people are lying when they say that. Yeah, because they are, but we're not. Uh, obviously not. <laughs> big, big things. Big, 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 huge. I missed you guys. Wormies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like y'all missed us too, maybe a little bit. A few people. <laughs> I think they've been desperate to hear from us. It's kind of like dating, you know, like they're just sitting at home wondering, like, why aren't they getting back to me? Like, where'd they go? What I do wrong? Always wanting what you can't have. Yeah. Classic tale. And the truth is you guys did do something wrong, but we won't tell you what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you got to keep them interested. <laughs> <laughs> We're dating experts. <laughs> <that> also toxic <laughs> gorilla grip chokehold. Yeah. Um, we have a lot we need to talk about. We can just start with our current state of affairs. Okay. First of all, I have to say, looking at you, looking straight at you, in this which, light. which we are doing, we're looking straight at each other in this light. We don't usually do that. You, I can see the Botox. Really? Yeah. I can see it taking effect. When I try to cleanse her just naturally. Just na- I can just see a difference in your little Where? face arena. In my forehead. You look like handsome Squidward. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you look chiseled. Nice. <laughs> that's great news yeah because i didn't know who was working you look rich wow that's that's the look i was going for too Mm -hmm. um rich squidward squilliam yes (laughs) it's been a week exactly Mm -hmm. we both got it so we're whole new bitches now yeah that was that first uh, wormholes check hit. And yeah, we had to go get our talks, <laughs> our bobo. Um, but it was fun. Um, I don't know if I'd do it again. I mean, I'm I'm probably going to have to because I have to look beautiful. But yeah, if I wasn't trying to be pretty, I don't even know what I would do with all my time. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it though. Yeah, nice. actually, Casey hated it. She tried to run away. They were coming at her with the poker. And she was like, never mind. Like, I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. Took it out of their hand and snatched it in half <laughs> and jammed it into my thigh. Actually, you seemed totally normal at the time. But then afterwards, you were like, I thought I was going to pass out. I always do that. Like, even when I am too drunk or too under the influence, I have to pretend that I'm okay. Because I feel like once I speak it into existence, it makes... Like it just makes it worse, you know? No, I get that. Like you, you wouldn't have wanted me to like dote on you or something at the time or. That would make me feel like even it would make it more real. I think you wouldn't want the women that were giving the Botox to be like, Oh honey, like it's okay. Like sometimes owies hurt you, but it's okay. Like you. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like it's like when uh, the dentist is like, I'm just going to tell you what I'm doing. So it makes you feel better. And I'm like, I would rather just have no idea. Like you telling me that you're injecting the, the four inch needle into my gums now. Like I, it doesn't help. I'm actually the opposite. I like when they tell me what they're doing because when they don't tell me my brain imagines the worst, I just envision like a tiny chainsaw. It, is the worst. it already is a, t- a tiny, like, I, I don't know, like fucking finger that pokes you. I just hope that maybe I won't feel it. Like a tiny mouth biting know. me in my mouth. You can imagine whatever. You but then I see it later and, and it's like, oh, that was just water squirting. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Like when you're about to get your ears pierced and it's like, they're like putting the ice cube on and you're like, ah. Yeah, it is. It's exactly <laughs> like that. You're like, no. It was just nice too. So I like when she's like, I'm just going to rinse you or like, I'm just going to like do some shit with this water thing. And you're like, okay, cool. Because if not, I would have thought it was a laser. 
I, I sometimes know. the cold does feel startling if it's something like <laughs> they're just in there. You were so much more brave though about the Botox. I am pretty brave. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was brave, but after these last few days, I'm not. It's turned out. What else has been going on, Casey? So today, I'm really proud of myself that I even put myself in situations with needles twice in the same week. Um, but to be fair, and I went to the dentist. Holy that shit. Doesn't, involve needles but I just like have to I think I do it all before Christmas because I'm like I just have literally last night I was so nervous about getting up this morning going to the doctor I was like I just have to my sights are set on this last thing I have to do before Christmas time yes before I get to like enjoy myself and if I don't do it I'm gonna feel bad the whole time so I went and I, at that point, I still thought I was going to get out of giving blood because I usually do. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like they want your blood a lot. They ask every year. And usually I say, I only go once a year to be clear. That's only to time what? I'm the doctor. To, to, to the gyna? So it's a, they're my primary care, but they also do that there, which is nice. I can't even believe you go to a primary care physician every year. Well, I, I'm on birth control, so they have to refill it. Listeners, sound off. Wormies. Do you guys go to the doctor? Because I fucking don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't either. I go once a year to make sure I'm not dying. Because no, like we I, talked about this today, and there's a lot of things where I think I'm dying sometimes. Oh, I also got a um. She wrote me a prescription for this like like acid reflux medicine because I've been having issues with that. That's the thing with doctors. I was like, she always was give like, you something. This is what I'm saying, and I feel like we've talked about this in the past. Where it's like you're never going to go to a doctor, and the doctor's going to be like, "Yep, everything's good." Like she wouldn't even let me get away with it. saying things were good. Like the yeah. first, her little assistant came in and was like, "And is there assistant. anything you need to talk to the doctor about?" And I was like, "No, I think I'm good." And she was like, "Nothing." And I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "Last year I was having like painful ovulation." I was like, "That's actually gotten better." And she was like, "Great, nothing bad." And I was like. <laughs> no, like, I mean, y'all tell me that's why I'm here. And so the doctor comes in and she asked me like eight times. She was like, mm, nothing you want to, maybe it's because I only come in once a year and they just want to. No, it's because it's weird to go to the doctor if nothing's wrong. Well, they make me, they won't just send me my goddamn scripts. You could switch your shit up and, and find a prescription and I'll just send it to you in the mail. It does come that in the exists. mail, but she still has to sign off every year. It has to renew. Once I get in there, I'm, I'm weak and you let them boss you around. You let them be like, are you sure? And then you're like, well, I guess my knees feel a little wide. And they're like, okay, <laughs> we're going like, to need to get you in for diagnostics immediately. Well, Greg asked me, you know how I had my injury a few months ago, my, my downtown knee. Yeah. My downtown knee. My good time dancing knee. <laughs> I got a couple downtown knees right now. <laughs> he was like, are you going to talk to them about your knee? And I was like, I just don't know what they can do for me. Like they're going to say, I need to go. They're gonna like refer me to like like a bone doctor, like the, to pay a million dollars to X-ray it. It's just like this is what it's like to be. You know, these little bodies, they're gonna get banged up. Yeah. Like here we are. You know, it's just it's gonna happen. Things are gonna be weird. Having the body's weird. How quick she was to like offer me some some shit. I was like, I mean, I've got some acid reflux, but I've just been like, you know using Tums and Pepsi. And she was like, oh, well, if you want something stronger, I can give it to you. She's like Oxycontin. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's something like that I want to have to take every day. And she was like, oh yeah, I'll just give you like a, like a prescription. It'll come in the mail. Like, you don't have to do anything. She was like, take it when you want, you know, whatever. I was like, okay, I guess. She was like, okay, we'll try it out. We'll try it out. I was like, okay. I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, like, hopefully that's helpful to you. But if I need it, like now I you don't feel need like- any of it. 
I shouldn't have said anything, but I also felt weird, like saying nothing, being like, yeah, everything's great. I also told her about my mood swings. I should not have opened my mouth. She just kept crying and I like had to say something. You were like, sometimes I feel sad. She like gave me this crazy look and she was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, what? What does that like, mean? And then like a bunch of guys in all white came out and took you away. away. <laughs> took you away. Shaved your like, head to the wig. Put me in the like <laughs> intensive care unit. You know, I said I had. Only if your husband signs off. I <laughs> said I was feeling a little emotional on my period. Like, what the fuck? She's like, like, I was just uh, trying. Yeah, to- we got a we got a crazy one. <laughs> we got a crazy and sweet free. <laughs> like, I was just trying to relate, girl to girl. <laughs> I was like, mood swings. Am I right? And she was like, no. She was like, have you thought of being committed? <laughs> Your insurance will she cover was like, it. God forbid we release you back in the wild. <laughs> And then I, I dragged you down with me because I didn't want her. Me personally, I was you like, said my name. And um, I was like, I just never knew like what people meant by mood swings. Like I felt like I had never really had them that bad, luckily. But like recently I was like, and it could have been a number of factors, like obviously like anything in life. Um, but like I talked to you about it and you came in the same day and you were like, oh my gosh, I have been feeling so crazy. And I was like, oh my gosh, me too. And she was, then we started talking about how women sync up. She's like, get her ass in here too. <laughs> she was like, we're going to get y'all on some pills. <laughs> she was like, all of us. She's like, no, you're both crazy. Wouldn't that kind of be a great life? Like, can you imagine if we were just in like the cuckoo house, like drugged up laughing all day long? Sometimes I feel like we are. <laughs> like, this is not reality. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> We're just like blonking our heads together in a room all day. Yeah. It's all fake. Just cracking each other up and you know, standing in line to get our little pills and move on. <laughs> I think I'd be okay with that because I don't know any different. So then we started talking about how women sync up. And I was like, is that like a real scientific thing? She was like, you can't explain it with science, but yes, like it really does happen. There's like been research studies on it. And I was like, so who's real? Who, if y'all have any theories on how that works. Sinking up? Yeah, she was like, maybe it's pheromones. I don't know. We're so animalistic out here. I definitely know it's real. It's definitely real. I mean, no. Working in an office with, like, a lot of ladies. No, like, we all have the same period. It's like, proven it even more so to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not, I mean, it's crazy. Any of us that even sit in the same room, like, to a T, we're, we're connected. She, she didn't say all of this per se, but she was like, it probably goes back to, like, you know, tribal times where... And I don't know if she, she stopped, but what I think when she says that is like when all the men would lock us away in our little period hut. Were you guys also smoking a bomb? <laughs> we were just shooting the shit. It was a slow day there. I think everyone's gone. Everybody's just like fucking ready holidays. for the holidays. She just like smoked a quick <laughs> spliff. She's like, she's yeah, like, you want to come out back real No, quick? like sometimes like I think <laughs> life's crazy and the universe is huge. Like, she was like, you gotta have a You don't have all the answers. <laughs> And I was like, you don't? You're supposed to be the doctor. That's crazy. I recently learned from you that you wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be a lot of things. I think about that sometimes. I'm like, wow, Casey. I would have been a cool doctor. Fully wanted to be a doctor. What kind of doctor was it? So I wanted to be an orthodontist for a while. And I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon for a while. What's with ortho in you? What is that? I don't know. I just thought both of them were like a specialty kind of sector, I guess. I think you just love bone. Well, teeth aren't really bones. Isn't that what ortho means? Orthodontist I wanted to do because I thought it would, I would thought it would be the least gross of the doctor traits while still making a lot of money, which definitely is not true. Mouths are like really gross. 
Ortho means straight or erect. Ooh, ortho. <laughs> Orthopedic surgeon, I don't know what I was thinking. I think it sounded fancy. And mm-hmm. I was just like, and then I realized like that they're like literally like sawing people's legs off with like yeah. power tools. And I couldn't survive that. It's mind blowing to me that you were like, that's for me. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to orthopedic surgeon people today. I got blood taken. Yeah. They talked me into it. This, this sweet lady won me over and she was like, let's just take some blood, see where things go. Well, it was in the middle of our like casual (laughs) conversation. I thought I had like, I thought she had forgotten and that we were like, we were almost done. And she was like, so have you fasted this morning? And I was like, yes, (laughs) I just. Oh my God. I can't leave until I, like, it's already been, she's already like yelling to like the phlebotomist. Like we got one cup, like get her warmed up. Come down the chute. <laughs> like, and yeah, I had to stop there on my way out. And I was like, Oh my God. And also when it happens that fast, I almost like hope that it tricks my body into like not being able to like react fast enough. Cause like me, like, like stewing on this stuff is the worst part of it. So I was like, okay, okay. It's happening. I'm just going to like do it. Just going to get it done. And that's kind of what happened, but it's impacted me all day. Maybe this is just like me being emotionally exhausted from mm-hmm. the trauma. The trauma of getting your blood drawn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also hate having to pee in the cup. That's oh, traumatic to me. Fuck. I hate peeing in that cup. That's so gross. I can't ever really figure it out. It's fucked up. Like, I can't it so figure out how to do up. it. And can you imagine how many people's pee is spraying everywhere in there? Yeah, oh, I can. disgusting. Ew. That's my least favorite part. Maybe I just can't believe it. Like, I know that I'm, I'm probably like under doctored, like in general. Like I, I really don't go. I probably, honest to God, Casey, I probably wouldn't go to the doctor unless I was like dying. Yeah, like I, it would just never even occur to me. Like I, I, uh, I get sick from something, and I'm just like, "Yep, um, yeah, we'll see how, it goes. <laughs> see how it plays out." Like I wouldn't go to the doctor unless it was like, "Yeah, I don't even know what it would take." To be honest, <laughs> not COVID, no, nothing. <laughs> I'm fine. I did defy her on a. She was like, "What about a flu shot?" You're, and I was like, "I've already gotten it. <laughs> got it." <laughs> Not the she food, just like got the wants to do so much to you. They just, you get in there and they want to poke you in front of you. And it's exactly like that. So, so I do go to the dentist and, mm-hmm. and sometimes I have to remember and seal myself because when you go in there, they want to be like, okay, like, let's get you in for a secondary cleaning for some reason, because it's been a while <laughs> since you've been in and let's get you in for a consultation for braces. They want to put me in braces so bad. They're constantly braces. Oh, girl, yes. Why? Because my teeth are crooked. No, they're not. They're perfectly like fine. That's very nice of you to say. It's yeah, yeah. I hate that because I try to to trust medical people. Yeah, like I want to think that they're trying to be helpful. Like, oh, if this is something that I can offer you, like. But then again, I'm like, you know, I was telling my dental hygienist, I was like, I would do Invisalign. Like, I pay you for Invisalign, whatever. I don't. What'd you say about that? She was like, honestly, for you, like, it's bad enough that. I don't think it would work as well. That makes, so that makes me kind of trust them. Like as long as they're giving me reasoning and if I push back, if they don't like continue pushing, I'm like, okay, that's fine with me. Like, thank you for suggesting that. Maybe I wouldn't have thought of that. 
But like, if they're like, no, you really, I just, this is just, and if they keep bringing it up, I'm like, all right. Yeah. That's what they're doing to me for sure. And they've done it. Multiple dentists have done it. I do think that there's like a reason to put me in braces. It's valid, but like, I just can't, I just can't and won't. And I don't, I don't think so. There's no world in which that big of a problem. Like, you know, there's people, there's just no world in which I would get it all braces. And I know that that maybe makes me vain. That maybe makes me a bad person. I don't know, but it's just not going to happen. You know what I will say? The dental hygienist said to me last time I was in, she was like, what I can say about you is I can tell that you're working with what you got. And I was like, if that isn't the story of my fucking life, <laughs> that's like, a, I am working with what I got. <laughs> you're like, thanks girl. I was like, oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Aren't we all? I am. Yeah. No, that's not, not all of us are. Yeah. Some people are just like, guess, guess I'll die. Some people just got what they got and don't know what to do with it. Yeah. They don't know how to work with it at all. And some people got what they got and they don't have to like spice it up at all. They're just like, this is what I've got. (laughs) They just got lucky. That's what they got. They just show it to the world. (laughs) But me? I'm working with what I got. You put some heels on it. You you, you blow out the hair. Sure. That's, and like, honestly, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, that is so fucking true. Like, I don't give a fuck. You got a hunchback? Whatever. Like, (laughs) let's put an outfit on it and go dancing. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's, that's the best like, kind of person because looks can only take you so far. They can take you far. Don't get me wrong. No. Very <laughs> far. But at a certain point. And I have looks. Just <laughs> to be clear. We've got it all. Listen. <laughs> and on top of it, we make it dance. Yes. Oh my God. These topics are, I really have to be better about writing down what I mean. What I have, exactly you mean? Yeah. I have a list of things I wanted to talk about and it's so long because it's been a while. Do you want to just, you know, I was trying to be responsible. Do you want to just read your topic list? I can read my topic list. Tell me, do you, do you have as many as me? I have, no, I don't have as many as you, but I have a couple. I don't think I'm going to give all these away because some of these are gold. The ones that I know what they meant, but yeah, like the, the just ramblings of a lunatic, like I'll just put it out there and <laughs> okay. we can kind of try yeah, to decide I what I fun. meant. Okay. So flirting, <laughs> just flirting, <laughs> flirting period. I'm trying to think what I was, oh, I don't know. Maybe, I think I was either watching somebody like tragically fail at flirting or I miss flirting. I think you miss flirting. I do. I think you love it. I'm not very good at it though. Really? I'm surprised by that. Um, I think what I do works in its own way. <laughs> it's effective. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's effective in the way that we were talking about when we started when like, you confuse someone and make them think, feel self-conscious about themselves, even though I'm not trying to. And then they're like, okay, I have to get to the bottom of this. That's, it's the mystery. That's the very, intrigue. honestly, that's very me. Yeah, yeah. you too. <laughs> you're just like mean. And they're like, you're like, you Working know, what like, I got, babe. you do the um, classic, a boy is mean to you. Like, you just like really give it to them, especially with people that like try to be that person. You're like, oh, I'll, I'll do you one better. I can see what you're saying there. I will. Yeah. I, I have grown a lot, honestly, in the last several years. I would say by the time we met, I had done a lot of growth. I don't think it's this, a bad thing. Space. Well, that's because I've grown. I just think it's dry humor. I think it used to be, it used to be a lot worse. <laughs> I, were you ever trying to be mean or are you just trying to be funny? Uh, I don't think you're trying to be either, but I think it's the people that get it think it's funny and the people that don't get it think it's mean. Yeah, that's definitely true. I have said before that like I kind of come with a built-in filter. 
<laughs> like, you know, it, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, then you're probably not for me anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it hasn't always served me super well, to be honest. <laughs> I do think that I've tried to be more, I, I can definitely, uh, I can definitely shoot daggers without meaning to still, but I think it, it just used to be a lot more intense. Did you have relationships that ended because of it? Oh yeah, for sure. I've definitely lost friendships. I don't think I've ever lost like boy relationships, but friendships. Because they love sure. it. Because they love it. Men love it. Oh, men love it. Men are obsessed. They love when you're mean to them. Mm-hmm. Is that your experience too? They mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can't, they can't get enough. Until it's like over, over. What I will say though is like men love it when you're mean to them until a certain point. Mm-hmm. And then they want you to kiss their ass. Until they think they have like something over on you, like where they can, they don't want you to be smarter than them. Yes. And so once it gets past like a certain sort of fun point for them, they're like, okay. They're like, all right now, bitch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Listen here, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> they're like, actually don't joke with me one more time. Like I'm, yeah. <laughs> they get like really sensitive. Yeah, totally. Not all of them, but yeah. No, everyone has a line. <laughs> and I seek to find it. <laughs> I think we push each other is a lot. Yeah, for sure. Like it can go pretty far. And then someday, like one of us is not. And you're like, all right, I'm done. Do not fucking talk to me. Do <laughs> and people, it puts other people off a lot. Oh, I think, I, think, I do think that we tend to make other people uncomfortable more oh, than we people are like, guys, it's in when the we office. Today, just like today we were fighting about my in Markle, which we probably shouldn't reopen now, but I do think that yeah, we should, we're just not going to agree on this. I one. think other people were like, Oh, he's like, it's going to be okay. And like, we're fine. <laughs> I mean, you are pissing me off, but it's fine. Are we fine? <laughs> Intervention. <laughs> You're wrong about Megan Markle. Whatever. <laughs> okay, whatever. Okay, Wormies, I want you to vote between the two of us. Who do you think is pro Meghan Markle and who do you think is against Meghan Markle? I'll put a poll somewhere online and you can say who you think is which and we won't tell you. I think this might confuse them. Yeah, you think you could throw them off? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a surprising result. It reminds me of another poll that I asked you about. Sometimes, like, I just have these things in YouTube that we want to talk about we'll just ask each other and like, then like we have like a different opinion when I expected you to agree with me. Uh-huh. And I think that's how it starts. It really hurts when that happens. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. Totally. And I make you explain yourself. Or I'll be like, oh yeah. Like, you know how stupid fucking moths are or whatever. And you're like, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like, actually I had a pet moth from the time I was six to 18 and it like, was my best friend. You're like, you're crazy. Moths are everything to me. And, and then sometimes we I think we do it just to fuck with each other. It's so sick. And I'm like, oh, I'm just kidding. I never had a pet mom. Oh, okay, well, I don't do that. <laughs> yes, you do. You're the one I'm talking about. I love to watch people squirm. I know. <laughs> no, but I'm a good person. Come on. All right. Next topic. Cat. Give it to us. I got a cat since we last talked. We love it. Really exciting. Bina is her name. Fucking with me endlessly is her game. (laughs) She's really cute. She's got sort of a fucked up face. We got her together. We actually got her at the pound, Mm -hmm. the shelter, because there was a storm of ruin. They had taken in all these Florida pets, all these busted ass Florida pets. Don't worry. It's not from Florida. But no, she's not. (laughs) But all the Florida pets are taking up all the space. So. They were like, Mayday, come get a pet. And we didn't. Do you remember the name of that hurricane now? Ian? 
Bruce. <laughs> Ian's <laughs> Ian's Ian, I think. Yeah. Um, did you actually think you were gonna leave with a cat that day? Yeah, for sure. Because we had talked about it. Matt and I talked about it so much. I didn't know if we were gonna find the one. I mean You seemed unsure. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> she she might be. She's sneaky. Yeah, I think I knew that it was gonna happen that day. There were a few good contenders. Do you remember what that other one's name was? Milky Way with the scar. Scar? You loved Milky Way. I love that one. The one with the port in its side. Yeah. They were like the saddest. She was like, yeah, she's got a fucking wound from having surgery. And it's like really gross. It was like open and raw. It was like horrifying. I loved it. They were like, this totally fine. And she also (laughs) couldn't breathe right and would just bust into sneezing attacks. And you were like, what's wrong with her? You're like, come on, cat. She's really sweet. You're, you're like, absolutely not. I was like, I'm gonna be real with you, Casey. I can't. I actually can't handle that. <laughs> you're like, for first cat, no, this is. And the sweet people at the shelter, they're so like, yeah, she, uh, she wears a diaper and she, she does bite and draw blood. But she's so sweet. I didn't realize that they were required to disclose certain things about some of them. Like there was one that we um, oh yeah that got we, really yeah. close with, and they were like, "We do have to tell you." <laughs> Literally, <laughs> she did buy a picture somebody yeah. before, and we were like, oh, "Okay." And then they and then they said she she wouldn't uh, stop having diarrhea. <laughs> Literally, we were like, hey, this one seems cute. It was like taffy or something. We were like, this one seems cute. And they were like, yeah, yeah, totally. I'm glad you're super interested in her. I do have to tell you that Diak has flagged her because she's attacked a child and she has diarrhea all the time. So not even exaggerating. It was like the disclaimer at the end of like a pharmaceutical commercial where it's like may cause death and cancer, (laughs) but you can live a happier life. And it's so sad. It's so sad because they're like, they're trying to, you know, they're like, this cat's never going to get adopted. Yeah, I don't hold it against the cat, like, but just not for you, maybe. No, not for me. It's hard. It's kind of, it's similar to the doctor thing where it's just so easy to get talked into shit. Yeah. It really is. And like, I do, I think that we have a stronger composition than a lot of other people. And it's still so hard to resist. Like, we were talking about the hairdresser recently and how the hairdresser can be like, Oh yeah, girl. Like, let's get oh, you Jesus. Let's get you like some low lights and some baby lights. Let's do a couple money pieces. What are you using for home care? Is it suave? <laughs> yeah, that's fucking disgusting. Like, <laughs> we need to get you to buy like this hundred dollar diamond reflection dust shampoo. And like the most reasonable women that I trust and believe are rational people will get tricked into that shit. Everyone gets tricked into it because they think that they're not the specialists in that area right and like the hairdresser will will be like oh did you use silence all they have to do is like make a few like noises Mm, okay like the judgment Uh is enough to like just being uncomfortable in that space it's like with the doctor like yeah when she asked after she asked me the third time i was like okay i've got to give her something i've got acid reflux sometimes i don't want to live um my friend cat's crazy um, have to offer up something like at that point you're like okay they're not buying it yeah. i have to give them something to just get the fuck out of here yeah literally <laughs> literally they're like trimming your hair and they're like yeah this is some oh you know what you know what they ask me a lot <laughs> or one time they asked me like has your hair been Binned out with a razor, oh, shut up. and I was like, "No, you bitch!" Like, why would someone do that? Like, 
yeah, I just asked him to thin it out for me. This is just how it is. And so of course I'm like in the most vulnerable state ever. They're like, yeah, do you want to buy a thousand dollars worth of Paul Mitchell products? I'm like, Okay. Yes, I have to. And they're like, well, it's the only way now. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way. Like, yeah, what you've been using on your hair is shit trash that's burning your scalp. Everyone's judging you. They're like, oh, you've got an event coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to need a few like treatments. You should probably come in a few extra times. Oh my God. Speaking of an <laughs> event coming up. You're getting married. Yeah. You're starting to freak out about it. You're in the hot seat as far as people <gasps> trying to charge you for shit. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. It's crazy. Oh my God. Oh, I have so much to say about this. It makes me really mad and it makes me not even want to get married Ooh. anymore. Like I just want it to be, this sounds horrible. I don't, I want it to be over because I'm done with them, but technically I'm already married. So whatever. And I want to have the party and enjoy it. But I feel like there's so much pressure on this day now, because of all the things they've talked us into and you just like, at some point you can't back out because they get you on the line for a non-refundable deposit of $10,000. And then when they come at you with like an extra 500, like, what are you going to say? No, or else you lose the 10 grand. Like we're too far in. Yeah. And what, what kind of things could possibly come up though? Like at the last damn minute. Oh my God. Like, they're just like, oh, by the way, you have to pay the DJ for a personalized playlist. Yes, they're hooking us on the extra hour for everything. Like, nickel and diming us for different items. They're like, oh, you're going to need to rent this. I just can tell, like, you're going to need more space than this. So we can offer that, but it's going to be an additional charge. I'm like, I already paid for the whole fucking venue. Like, if you have it there and you're not using it, like, fuck you. And it's like, talk about being vulnerable. I mean, it's it's like, there's so much pressure on this event. It's supposed to be such a big deal. You're already spending so much money. You've invited truly everyone, you know, Mm -hmm. you can't look like an idiot. You can't be embarrassed. Well, what I will say, you know, you know that it's always been my dream to be a runaway bride. So I would support you if you wanted to bail. I mean, thank God we're already married because yeah, I think otherwise, like I'd be, I mean, there's still a lot that can go wrong just because of all the, honestly, the, I'm, I'm not even worried. Like I trust everyone there. Like they make me comfortable. That's why I didn't want to have a huge wedding with people that I'm not like very close to. That makes me uncomfortable. Like, I don't, I don't want anyone that's not like one of my very good friends or family members to like see me up there professing my love because that's already it's like cringe. a weird, yeah, it's, it's cringe. Um, Wait, are you saying your own vows? Yeah. Oh, Greg's has written for so long and I have not, I'm, I'm going to do it like a, like a, maybe not night before, but like week before thing. Just have the AI write them. Oh my God. I'll do it right now. She's like, hold. Hold please. I got you. But yeah, it's just bullshit. Like, and even other brides on the other side of it. That's what, because I think at this point, like it's so hurtful to think that they threw away all this money that they could have used on a house or something else. Like, they can't even admit it to themselves now. Like, yeah, that was not worth it. There's people that I talk to and they're like, no, it was totally worth it to have my five photographers and two videographers. And I'm like, (laughs) but what do you do with those pictures? Like, do you, did you need all of them? I don't know. Do you watch it? I feel like they maybe get a couple printed and hung in their house and that's it. Yeah. My photographer is one of the people that I'm most excited about actually. Um, Cause she was a fucking normal price and she's a student and her stuff looks way better than these old husband and wives that are like charging an arm and a leg for 
their candid, cringy, like prom photos. Yeah. No, it's horrifying. It's so bad. And I I think that it's hard because other women aren't able to be there and support you and explain to you like the real tea about what you shouldn't spend money on because they're still in a shame spiral about how much money they spent. That's my theory. I think they, yeah, I agree with that. I don't think they ever had an opinion of their own because they didn't, they were overwhelmed and people told them, oh, you're definitely going to want this. Like, this is very important. Like, this is what most people do. Like, mm-hmm. this is like the trick. Like, that's so what they were like, told. Yeah. 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 And they're not ready to admit that they were had and took. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. That sounds good. We'll do that. Oh, well, if we need to serve sliders at 11 PM, like. I guess let's do it. I wouldn't want to have the worst wedding of all time. Yeah. There's like so many things that I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, what about this? And I'm like, no, like, I think that's weird. Like, I know that's what's like, crazy okay. too. It's like, I know that you are a, <laughs> a badass big daddy bitch and you're, you're, you're not going to fall for so many things, <laughs> but I'm still shocked by how many things you have fallen for. I know I'm like, you're doing what? I made the mistake. I was trying to be the big daddy and do all of it myself. And then they come in and they're like, well, you got to have the wedding planner anyways. And I'm like, okay, I'll just get someone on the, on the cheap day of, I've already got it all done. It'll be easy for them. They just have to show up because the venue makes us do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, the real trick is, and this is smart because they're business people, we get the person, but they all are like, yeah, sorry. I don't just do day of, I'm like, you know, three months, six months for like, you know, it starts at packages start at seven grand. I'm like, come again. How many? Seven grand. Jesus. Um, no, I, I found so well, no, they were all pretty fucking expensive. And even the one I got that was supposed to be like, she had like lower options you could build upon even the lowest option. She offers to do all the shit I've already done. So I'm like, and I'm already going to fucking pay for it. Like I shouldn't have broke my back to do all this shit. Right. Is that something you would do differently if you had to do it again? It's just like work less hard. Honestly, probably not because I think that their ideas are stupid. Classic. (laughs) I think their ideas are stupid. Like they're just going to do the generic, give me the like Ikea version. Like, no thanks. Right. Especially if I'm paying a lot of money for it. Like I'm going to like at least put a little like individuality spin on it. Yeah. You're at least going to make it awesome and unique. Yeah. I like one of these regular weddings. It's going to be a cool wedding. Honestly, for the longest time, like I, I'm like so hipster about it. I was like, I don't want to get married when everyone else is getting married and have the like, oh, I hate, I have a fear of being cringy. I do too. That's why the other day when we were talking about, about making LinkedIn posts and I was like, I just can't, I don't know what Ooh. it is, but like, I just can't do it. I just, I have such a hard time. I've made a few, but like, I still have such a hard time just make, just making a post. Just like going on there and like going on there. Hey guys, spouting off. Here's my thoughts. I would (laughs) never. Who the fuck cares? Like we would would never to share your thoughts. I mean, the irony is we're doing this. (laughs) It's different. No, but this is pretty cringe. This? Yes. Uh, Yeah. This is cringe in its own way. I'm sure. Whatever. (laughs) Let's not think about it too hard, but it's not basic. Right. Okay. I could take that. And there's a difference. I mean, yeah. I think some people would think weddings are cringe and basic. And yes. that's the problem. Yes. Like confessing your love. They're not mutually exclusive. Cringe. But confessing often. your love at a wedding, cringe and basic. Yeah. 
I'm going to have to throw like a fart joke in there at the end or something like something to just be like, oh yeah, do an impression real quick. Not. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to be like, oh my God, what's that on your shirt? Boink. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah. You should do like, um, like when you, when you lean in to kiss, you should like swerve him. Like the thing is like when you shake hands. Yes, that's hilarious. It's reminding me of, uh, Danny McBride. Oh, okay. I don't know why. That just seems like something he would do. Yeah, I got that. And I like him. him. (laughs) So. And he's my hero. One time we actually talked about having him, if we, since they film Righteous Jumpsons and Charleston, that if we ever ran into him, we would beg him to marry us. Wow. Sorry. Our other friend that's marrying us. If that happens. How do you decide on someone to marry you? What does that even mean? What kind of. We just don't take it very seriously. that, like, what what weight does that hold Because most people have a priest. And I'm like, I don't know any priests. And I don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable (laughs) having, like, a random, go, going and finding a priest and being like, hello, sir. You don't know us at all. But, like, I would like you to bless our marriage with your words that are powered by God. Like, that's just, just not for you. No. Yeah. No, it's not. Like, I think. Someone that knows us should first of all be the one doing it so they can speak to like anything relevant. So to you, it's like, it should be somebody that like, there should be a sentimental thing about it. I don't see, I don't want to shit on people that have made different decisions, but like, we've all been to a a very like traditional wedding where Uh like this old man that's like not even in his right mind like, anymore. It's just rambling you, and you rambling. have a virgin son. Good job. Yeah. You just never know what they're going to say. They're unpredictable. A lot of the time that's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. And like, I would just die if like that ended up happening. So you feel like it's more just a sure thing. If you have a friend. Yeah. Like there's nothing he could, he could say some crazy stuff, but there's nothing he could fuck up that. Hey, couldn't he embarrass you pretty badly and say some crazy shit? Not that he yeah, will, but whatever. I'm more I'm that's that goes back to like me not having anybody there that like would that ultimately I don't I'm not myself around mm-hmm. I think that's important I just like can't imagine like getting married in front of like 300 people so I don't even know I would feel people. very inauthentic I think I would be not happy or having a good time I wouldn't even know where to, if you told me to to invite 300 people to a wedding I don't even know what I would do well, a lot of them, like, have to be people that, like, you just are in, like, similar circles with. Like, I'm not inviting anyone from work. Like, that seems too, you know, for, I mean, aside from you. <laughs> but, like, or people that I was friends with before. Mm-hmm. Or, like, close family. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know what I, I don't even know where I would begin with a task like that. My parents have, like, one set of their friends coming, which is fine because I've known them for a long time. But, like, you know, like the people of like our community or like, that's just like, I'm trying to get drunk. I'm trying to make the most of this money that has been spent. Yeah. I'm trying to like say what I want, play the music I want. And yeah, I do think, and like, maybe this is something wormholes pod can start pioneering, but like, I do think that we could start a movement of like women just being more honest with each other about getting duped and swindled and finagled. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many industries that take advantage of us. It starts with women being nicer to each other and stop being so fucking judgmental. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, that's why. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, Sally Sue is coming to my wedding and her wedding was the, and oh Mm -hmm. my God, they're going to talk up, they're going to put it on their social media. And then, oh God, what if I don't do this? Like, then mine's the one that, oh. Yeah. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like you like have to like keep up with the Joneses about your wedding? 
not like because I would be embarrassed in front of people there, but like, I just don't want people to have like shitty food or like, that's one of my biggest fears just because I know how that is. And <laughs> like, I, I mean, right. Because like, that I'm, just sucks because we're both haters. So we know what it's like to be at something and be like, oh my God, this chicken, what are they thinking? Like, if they don't like my aesthetic choices, that's fine with me. But, like, objectively, like, if people are going to – it's more of a respect thing. Like, if people are going to travel for my wedding because it's not in Charleston and, like, you know, be up there staying somewhere, like, I don't want them to, like, be in a hard place. Like, the food sucks. There's not enough. Like, that kind of that's stuff. That's so true. And I feel like, ultimately, this is a totally different topic, but I feel like, ultimately, like, that's, that is where I come from in a lot of things is, like – just trying to make people feel good and not uncomfortable. So right. like, for instance, like it's, it's holiday time right now. Like if you give someone a gift and ultimately just makes them uncomfortable, like you fucked up. You saying this because <laughs> you don't want me to make you open your gift in front of me? <laughs> no, saying this because All I, right, I, know, taken. I know I made you feel like you had to get that a gift, <laughs> which made me feel like I failed. Well, I didn't. It was the food. Okay, so great. that was my <laughs> perfect iconic. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I think you want them to be having a good time because ultimately if like they're upset and like sitting in the corner and not wanting to dance, like that sucks because then I'm not going to have a good time because all of my people that I wanted there, like, aren't, you know, like I, I really want everyone to be happy and enjoying themselves because that will make me happy. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best way I can sum it up. I think Greg feels the same way. It's, It's hard to tell. It'll be, I think it'll be easier to like really assess after the fact. Like you're, you're already in deep, like just try to keep your head above water. And then afterwards you can look back and like, I think more clearly see what happened and what your values were about it and what mattered in the end and pass that knowledge on to the rest of us. I think there are a lot of traditions that people like just feel like they have to do Yeah, because whoever tradition or a specific person or their wedding planner or person at the door, whoever it is, or whatever, yeah. told them that, like, that's just how it is. Yeah. Like, so many people just do shit because that's how it is. Like, it's just what you do. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, says who? What happens if you don't? People <laughs> hate you? God hates you? Like, God hates you. It's usually God. Yeah, I guess it is. I guess it's God and his wrath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not living in fear of God's wrath anymore. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love that for you. <laughs> that's really good news. I lived a lot of years in, in fear of the wrath. <laughs> How long did you live in fear of the rabbit? We've talked about this before. (laughs) Probably about like 10. A good 10 years. Yeah. No years of wrath for you. Talk about falling for a fucking scam. (laughs) Yeah. And not to like say anything crazy, but like my life's been better after I stopped being God fearing, which is like what we're so threatened to do. Yeah. Not to even say that I'm not spiritual, but like. Why does it have to be so like life or death about everything? Like have a little fun. <laughs> the whole thing is life or death. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you there. Yeah. I no, I, I don't think I nope, I never had any years of God fearing. So it's just like, this is a weird lie. Me. <laughs> I always questioned it, but then I'd be like, oh my God, I questioned him. Oh no. Okay. No, you're right. Yes. That's not true because I used to be pretty afraid of the devil mm-hmm. specifically. I would say that like when I was a young kid, Satan 
and demons <laughs> occupied so much more space in my heart and imagination than any movies and any god or jesus or because did. people like actually talking about like the demons want you to not do well in people this life. people actually talking about it i would say yeah uh yeah yeah it was like not a fucking joke like they were serious they were like the devil capital t capital t the devil aka satan is coming for you personally <laughs> his army of demons yes he's got unlimited amount yeah there's just infinity demons out there who want to fucking fuck with you i think until people have a like good sense of self like it's very and i think the sad part is a lot of people live their whole life without that. And they might think mm-hmm. they do, but like, that's the reason they're able to say buy into any, any number of the things we've talked about. They're like, people question them and it makes them question like everything they know. Like they don't know, they think they know mm-hmm. themselves and their opinions. And they're like, oh, I guess I don't like you. Yeah. Have to, that's what you have to be firm in. It's like, no, you do know what you the know. fuck you're talking about. Like you yeah. yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be, we like, who are they to question you? Like, yeah. Not that you should be like so high on your horse all the time. Like, well, it's a fine line because you want to be able to be soft with the people you trust and love. Mm-hmm. And you want to be able to be able to like take in new ideas and opinions with the people you trust and love. But you have to be able to have enough of a strong sense that you know who you trust mm-hmm. and who you don't. So like for a lot of us, people who are hairdressers or doctors or religious leaders are people you should be able to trust. And I think a lot of people think that just because the majority is doing something that it has to be right because there's no re- like way that all of these people are getting swindled. How could we all be wrong? But yeah. that is literally why the world is the way it is. Like that, like once you break that, like you'll be questioning everything. And some of it's wrong. Some of it just is what it is at face value, but a lot of it's, it is serving a purpose. Mm-hmm. And people just don't like, they disagree with it and they have been for so long. Yeah. Well, I think, I think you can just like outsource your gut feeling. Like that's what, that's what authority figures is all about. Really. Like you can say, at least when you're approaching it this way, it's like, oh, I don't have to worry about cultivating trust in myself or cultivating sense of self. A lot of people don't want it. Yeah, because it's like I can just outsource that to a hairdresser or a religious leader or a wedding planner. They're like, that's too much. That occupies too much of my mind. I don't want to have that weight. And you're missing out. Yeah, I mean, you know, in a lot of ways, it's crushing. But how do you ever really like have like what's the reward? You know, otherwise, how do you know what's actually real? How do you like feel fulfilled in something? Like if you're not, if you're not the one like thinking about it and like, mm, oh, I see actively like being the, like the ruler of your destiny. Well, I think that's why it, it works so perfectly because then you have this void, but then those same people are telling you all you have to do to fill the void is get God or beauty, these or- extensions and get this eye cream. And, oh, and then all you have to do to fill this void is to have this huge elaborate wedding and then all you have to do next to fill the void is uh i don't know have a crazy surgery on your shoulder i don't know like where there's always something next to pile on and like that's how you live from just like thing to thing to thing to thing instead of having an inner sense of safety and security 
you have to constantly be jumping from rock to rock. Mm-hmm. How did we end up going so deep? It all, they were all separate topics, but they all connect. And that's why it's like the master plan. <laughs> the master plan. I think it's because it's solstice time and then the nights are long and the days are short and we're just, we're fucking thinking, dude. I'm always thinking like this. But um, this was something I wrote down and surprisingly have not talked to you about yet. Um, there's very few things that I'm able to hold out on like that. But I was thinking about attractiveness and flirting and it kind of spawned from there. And then I was thinking about what makes people attractive. And then I was thinking about a certain subset of people, um, comedians that no offense, but a lot of them physically are not attractive people. (laughs) Like none of them, like, it's like, you can't like people just, oh. it goes both ways. I think people won't think you're as funny if you're attractive because it's like, you can't have it all. People resent you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're funny, people think you're more attractive. So you are attractive and funny. People will like you less because it's not fair. Yeah. And we have this idea that like, also not only just being funny come from a place of like being ugly, but it also <laughs> usually comes from a place of like childhood sadness. Yeah. And they're very dark <laughs> people, <Yeah>. comedians. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even just, even just like regular, regular folks in life. Like, I think there's usually a direct correlation between like how funny you are and how sad your childhood was. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I agree. Honestly, like the most beautiful people I've known haven't been as funny. They've had other great qualities, but, but usually aren't as funny. Looks up for us. We have it all, but (laughs) (laughs) it's very, very rare. It's very rare. It's very uncommon and people do hate us for it. Yeah. I think that attractiveness is interesting though, because it's ultimately something that there's a lot of factors involved. Mm-hmm. Mm. and it's not it's not so straightforward mm-hmm. I think when you're younger it sort of feels that way but as you get older it's like okay listen everybody fucks mm-hmm. you know for the most part <laughs> we're all trying well, <laughs> <laughs> we're all trying to fuck and right like there's there's somebody for everybody I really truly do believe that you I say really that a lot that. that's like your catchphrase is it yeah Aww. No, I, but I, I do. I believe that. I think that there is whatever, <laughs> whatever you're selling, somebody's buying. <laughs> and whatever you're into, someone else is into. They're willing, to, if they love you enough. Or they're willing to give it a try. <laughs> I'll give it a try. I think nothing has shown us that like the internet has. Oh my God. Yeah. I think that maybe if it was like the eighties or something, you could, you could, you know, argue with me on that, but now that the internet's out there, it's proven. It's proven. Like there's somebody fucking for everybody, dude. And they'll pay good money for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if there isn't somebody who's into the same thing, like it's pretty easy to convince them to be into it, either through money or love. It's beautiful, really. I think so. I also sometimes wonder if people wouldn't have even a thought of being into something if it weren't for the internet. Mm, yeah. Like some of the weirder things. Yeah. I think it grows. I think once you take it like to like a extra level, you like have to keep it like, you're never going to go back to like the, you know, regular regular. You need more and more crazy sex things. 
to make it not to get too deep but I did I did try something one time that I very much regret what tell us that was like really outstanding and like really upsetting it was a sexual experience and I asked this person to do this to me yeah basically okay and like in the middle of it, I already could tell like this, yeah, I'm not enjoying this, this. <laughs> but like, it was like, you I'm can't out, just feel, yeah, you can't just stop then. Cause like he actually, seemed to be enjoying it. And that's the worst say, part. Holies, you absolutely can stop that. You can't stop. You and, you can. should. and you should, but I was like, I'll just say it. it's with Greg and we're still together. So <laughs> I, I couldn't tell if he was like, I think he was acting like he was liking it because he thought I was like, and so like both of us were like, well, we're just going to like I'm not gonna like if he's like it. I'm not gonna like be like okay, let's stop. Like when he's you know, a folly a deux. So afterwards, I just burst into tears, and I was oh, like, yeah. he was like, what's wrong? Did I do something wrong? And I was like, and we like broke character completely. And I was like, I was like, I he like felt really bad, and I was like, I asked for that. Like, don't feel bad. I just I don't want to do that again. <laughs> it's like that was a mistake. What made you think to ask for that? I don't know. No, really, where did that come from? In your little noodle. You just wanted to try know. it? I'm trying to remember. You like saw it somewhere when your friends was I think maybe I thought because like we like... as girls are taught, I think I thought he was too nice. Oh, sure. I and think so you wanted must... to see if he could like rough it up a little bit. And I was like, just kidding. Like, it's actually not a bad thing when someone treats you well. Mm. Wow. What a fucking thought. That's a lifelong lesson that you have to keep learning. Yeah. As a woman, you have to keep learning. Oh, right. It's a good thing for It was so, we were so early on and it, the sexual part of it really resonated because I was like, yo, what the fuck? That isn't, you like see in like, like that's supposed to be hot. And, and I was like, no, like I love this person. They're supposed to love me. And like, even like it might work for some people, but I was like, it was upsetting and um, a little scary. Yeah. Like you can't really tell what's real and what's not. And I guess mm-hmm. that's the allure of it, but I was like, that's not working for me. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely not for everyone. I don't know how we got on that topic. Yeah. We were talking about attractiveness. And that kind of took away from, well, to lighten things up, I'm just going to throw it back in there anyways. I wanted to ask you, as a follow-up to my first question, do you think it's, I guess it's kind of related, do you feel like it's harder for someone that's very physically attractive to become unattractive to you once they've like done something, like, you know, something like that turns you off? Or do you feel like it's harder for someone that you are, have gotten to know and really be invested in like they're, they're either funny or they've got a good personality or like they treat you well. Do you think it's harder for you to kind of fall out of the lust with them versus somebody who's like a straight hottie? Yeah. Like would it like, can hotties like really push it really far and just do like all kinds of horrible stuff and people will let it slide because they're so attractive. I I don't know about other people, but for me, no. For me, it's, it's pretty, I'll, I'll get the ick pretty quickly. And I think that a hottie couldn't get away with much more than an ugly with me. But side by side, a lower than average looking person and a hottie do the same cringy thing. Okay. They're both mean to the waiter or something. Okay. And we'll give, we'll give the lower than average guy some redeeming quality. He's like funny or something. And you like, right. Because I, I guess like my initial thought is like, if somebody is ugly and mean to the waiter, then like, I shouldn't even be yeah. there. No, like, you're not there. Like, <laughs> like you knew better. You're like, what am I doing? Like, like that's on me. <laughs> but, so in that way, if someone's hot and mean to the waiter, I'll be like, well, he was hot. So of course I tried it, but yeah, I'm out. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, these things can be subconscious. Certainly there are ways that you can, you can truly believe like, oh, he didn't mean it that way Mm -hmm. because of your horny feelings. Mm -hmm. But as far as my front brain, no, I I don't think that. You think you would treat those situations evenly. Yeah. And not talk to either of them again. Yeah. Okay. I do. That's because you are a just and <laughs> and in control. No, what do, you, what do you think? I don't know. It really depends on the person. There's been people that I have been so obsessed with that are ugly. And I just yeah. like, and they do, they do thing over yeah. and over again. And I, it's still, Same. I'm still like, I'm here for it. I, and I think that I, I, I am making a guess about you right now. And I don't know if it's totally true, but I'm guessing that we're similar in the way that when we have our eyes sight set on a target, nothing can deter until we have either conquered or like learned information that has shattered the obsession. Very much. But it's very Helga and Hey Arnold. It's very like, I won't rest until (laughs) I've worked hard enough to make you love me. Yes, I agree. Yeah, Yeah. no cheers to that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think so far to the point that I will get the thing I had my sets, my sights set on. It will not be what I thought it was going to be, but because I am so proud, like, <laughs> because I don't know pride. if it's a pride thing or like, I just feel bad because I've like done so many things to like try to win this person over and convince them to like me that when they finally do, I'm like, oh, I don't even really like this person. Like now I have to stay with them mm-hmm. because I've done all this. Like, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's all. and then I'm like, yo, what the like this is you are not what I thought you were yeah 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 and then he's like wow I love you this is awesome I've never been more in love and you're like and it's what you should be wanting what you've worked for the whole time and you're like oh no for me because it's not really what you wanted the whole time I don't think what do you think that you wanted the whole time I wanted them to like well I wanted them to I think I wanted to keep playing the hard to get game forever and like have a little taste here and there. But why? I don't know. Cause it's sad that people like that. You know what it's I think? And this has been, this is just a theory. This is a, a mind blower. I think that much like people outsource their own like sense of self to authority figures. I think we're outsourcing our desire to love ourselves mm-hmm. to other people. I Can think that what you're really chasing is the same kind of high you get when you're really engaged with your work and you're doing a really good job and you're intellectually like dialed in the same kind of high that you feel when you're just like feeling yourself you're cause you're feeling so charming cause you're trying so hard because yes. you're, you're hitting like every note that you want to hit and you just feel gorgeous and, and desirable yes. and like on fire. Like you're trying to have that feeling because you really want to live that life and you really want to love yourself and you really want to cultivate that all the time. Like, it's almost like creative energy. Like, it's almost like I should be like in the studio painting some kind of fucking Monet type shit. That's the healthy way to deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I I wouldn't say, I mean, I'm not saying, I don't don't know what's right or wrong. I just, I can never say what's healthy and not healthy because me and you are in the same (laughs) mindset. But you're so right. Like it's not satisfying once you have their full approval because like what you want is that feeling. What you want is that feeling where you're like the fleeting high of like, oh, but you know what? You could lose it at any second. And it's like just 
higher risk, higher reward. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah. There's and nothing like, like that. And there's some <laughs> feelings that come close. Like when you're feeling creative, when you're, or when you're feeling successful at work, or when you're feeling like mm-hmm. dialed in or, or in the flow or like getting close to that place. And like, there are, I think there are other things that, that get there, but I don't think that again, I don't think that as women we're provided with as many avenues to have that experience as we are when we're seeking male approval. Male attention gives us that feeling. A lot of things do, mm-hmm. but male attention is the thing that we're most familiar with. You want me to put another layer on this that might blow yes. your mind and it's okay. specific to us and it might get a little personal. All right. I think for us specifically, the thrill part of it comes in like why we seek it in that, that avenue rather than a nice little art studio <laughs> or like skydiving. A, a picture that you draw. Is because like a fear of like, commitment yeah I, think, I don't know like, what you're talking I think, about <laughs> I think you like, sound crazy we want right both like we want that feeling but like we don't actually want like the comfortable part like we're and maybe it's like a trauma thing like you're used to like having the like ooh, unknown like what is it gonna be well because the truth is like when you add an, you add an, even another layer to it is like the reason why you don't like why we bail on the feeling is because when you stay with something too long, you might fail. Yeah. If you really carried that creative energy all the way into the studio to make the picture, we know that we would bail on it because we wouldn't feel like we were good enough. I can never finish a project I start. Yeah. Art project? No, never yeah. been good enough. Exactly. It's the same fucking thing. Like feeling like you have to bail on anything that you're not living up to your own standards on. Mm-hmm. Like it just because you're in, because you're not getting that that feeling anymore. And that's the hard part where you have to keep pushing through it. And like, that's where you have to have like real belief in yourself or something. I don't know, but it's like all the same. It's like a fear of rejection. It's a feel of, it's a fear of failure. Like if I stick around, like, I mean, taking it back to like flirting, if I stick around with this guy, then, you know, he's going to have to see it all. And I don't really want to see it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like someone's going to get, you're both going to be disappointed. Like <laughs> yeah. in some way. <laughs> Yeah. Right. A funny feeling is trying to think back to like when that moment happened for the first time for other people about you. Like I'm thinking back to relationships where like, like they were, they were like, Oh God, what is disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Like the first time someone got the ick about me. Yes. Oh my God. I'm trying to think like what it would have been about specifically. And that's not something that I want to disclose. (laughs) I don't know, but I have, I have theories. I mean, I'm, gross. So I'm sure there's lots of things. There's plenty of options. It could be something that we're completely unaware of. And that's the worst part. It's like, I think it would be like, oh, my nasty, you know, habits or my like hairy big toe or, but like, it's really something that I like think is a good thing about myself. (laughs) And like, it's the monster hiding behind my back. (laughs) And you have to find somebody that, that, Loves that monster. Do men get the ick though the same way that women do? They get it, I think, about some different things, but I think it de- I think they get really bad taste in their mouth, like about women, like their stances on things, especially when it comes to relationships. Yeah, I think that they don't like our opinions and thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm trying I to think say. That they don't mind so much like the butt cracks and the farts and the hairy big toes. I think. That I think it's when we're like asking them to be responsible or 
still like, oh God, whatever. It's not like, you're fucking crazy. So entitled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or whatever. Or whenever we're like talking over them and they're like, that's so loud. Unbecoming of a young lady. Yeah. Not wifely. It's not very wifely. Um, what other topics do you have on your topic list? Oh my God. So many, but I feel like, I feel like they could be their own whole thing. I wonder if after this, we're going to miss doing like a specific topic or if like this is our new thing now, just a ramble. I think that we had a lot we had to get off of our chest. I don't know. Well, the holies will tell us maybe. Tell us. Tell us, holies. Did you like us talking about our feelings? And we didn't really mean to, but sometimes (laughs) I'm stone cold sober right now. I can't even think of like how to be funny right now. Yuck, yuck. I think we're, I think you're funny. Thanks. <laughs> I think you're funny too. I just love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Take a shit in Santa's lap. You all see. You know what another thing that women are honest with each other about is having babies. Oh my God. No, they're like, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And I'm like, I I, it felt great. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even, it's so I'm not even worried about it. I thought it was awesome. I had an orgasm. <laughs> I was seeing it. I watched a TikTok the other night where this woman was, I don't remember what, I think the point she was trying to make is that like some people do regret having kids. She was like, there's a whole Reddit called like our regret having kids or something. And she was reading like post after post of these women just being like, I want to kill myself every day. No, like I, like I regret having a child. Like it was horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like why does everyone lie like I think they, I think just because they can't admit like I think they feel like they'll be betraying the child like <laughs> and like yeah I think that they just think everyone's gonna judge them but in you're reality, really betraying other women yes. <laughs> you're like yeah. do it girl it's crazy how fucking true it is it's crazy like you think you're betraying your kid but you're really betraying other women we need we need you to tell us the truth <laughs> yeah is it horrible or what <laughs> because I don't know what to think. You just can't believe anybody. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. No one will tell you the truth. Because no, I think, I Ugh. I don't know. Maybe we're wrong. I mean, maybe they do love it and it's awesome. Surely not every part though. I mean, the giving birth process itself and like being pregnant, yeah. like so few people will actually be honest about what that's like. Mm-hmm. It's sort of this weird secret shame where like you have to just go away for nine months I think it just gets overshadowed and like, they don't want to discourage other people because like, I think yeah, that, in the grand scheme of things, that's what you got to do to like, and I think that they think they're, they might be alone. Like they think they might be the only ones who hate it or the only ones who, cause they don't know because nobody's saying Because no one fucking talks about it. So they don't know. They think that they might be the only ones that are having a horrible time or there's a lot of guilt around like, yeah, like the postpartum depression, like any of that, like, yeah, that's true. They don't, and it fucking changes your personality. Have we talked about this before? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we've maybe talked about this before because it's true. It fucking changes you. I really think, and I'm sorry, mom, if you're listening, you know, I love you, but I really think that a lot of what happened when I was little was just my mom having postpartum depression. My mom told me straight up. She did. Yeah. And I just don't think that they talked about it and knew what it was. It knew how to deal with anything like, like in so many ways because nobody could be just honest. And just be like, yeah, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? I, I mean, I can, I can imagine how guilty I would feel like if I really felt that way. And I was like, I should be so 
like your mind plays tricks on you. Like even like day to day, my mind plays tricks on me, but like when you should be so happy, like that's supposed to be the greatest blessing of your life. And you're like, fuck, like I feel hopeless. And like, now I have to deal with this forever. Like Mm -hmm. that's tough. Yeah. But probably wouldn't happen to me. So (laughs) they all think (laughs) I'm probably different. (laughs) I at least hope it passes quick, but I feel like there's really like no way to know that until it happens to you either. I think the only thing you can do is just try to be honest about it when, and if it happens to you and just try to like ask people for help. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. There are some people in my life who have kids. I respect so much because they like let other people in, they let other people be involved. Like they let other people hold their child, deal with their child. Like just being so open to other people helping instead of being like, protective and closed off because I think that's such a such a trap and I think that I think a lot of women feel is like oh I can't ask for help or like I can't have any other people involved it's just mine and my thing and my baby and I have to be perfect well because other moms like do they judge people so hard they're like oh you let you let this happen to your baby Mm-hmm. Like you're like the ultimate, like responsible for anything that happens to them for the rest of their life. And people are going to be so quick to pass judgment and be like, oh, well, that's obviously because you fed them this formula instead of like everyone knows. Do you that. have any idea what's in an animal cracker? Yeah, like <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> I feel like though, honestly, like I wouldn't want to tell anybody anything. I feel like you would judge me if we had kids. I feel like you would. About germs? Yes. I, I like judge every mom because I feel like they just give up. I feel like you judge me about everything with my child I feel like my kid okay I feel like I feel like Kat Jr. would be rolling around on the ground eating dirt and like talking about their feelings and like totally naked (laughs) and you'd be like um (laughs) that's what he wants to wear today I don't know what to tell you (laughs) that's why I think I just don't know if I'm cut out for it because I'm so I don't know if you want to call it judgmental or controlling or whatever, but like, I personally live my life in a way that makes me comfortable and like do the things I have to do to be able to That's like fair. get through the day. And if I had a kid like eating crunchies off the ground and like peeing all over <laughs> themselves and like doing that stuff, I would just shut down. You have a lower like, tolerance for chaos. You have a lower me. tolerance for grossness and chaos and smells and weirdness and I also have a low tolerance but I think you have a lower one than me (laughs) yeah I would just be like I can't deal with this right now I think that you would be a good mom of older kids yeah I'd try to like reason with them and there's just no reasoning with like a with a baby I'd be like can you just (laughs) like you're being (laughs) really you're being a lot (laughs) you're being kind of really (laughs) we're trying to record a podcast and you're crying like uh, yeah Yeah. I, yeah, I think I like babies. I think I could handle, I don't know. I think I handle them. Yeah. I don't know. You know, what would be annoying though. The worst when they grow up and they're fully adults mm-hmm. and you have to really look at what you've done. Yeah. Like what if you hate them? <laughs> you have to really look it in the eye. <laughs> look at what you've wrought upon this earth. <laughs> I really dislike a lot of people. Chances are that could be mine. So true. I mean, what if your kid is just kind of boring and shitty like bad yeah what are you gonna do cringy nothing you can't do anything what if your kid is just kind of like a shitty nerd dude just is sort of rude to people and manipulative and a liar I don't know it's a cycle because I feel like to be a successful parent you kind of have to like be of the mindset 
of like, I just like at some point don't really care. Like you can't, you just like have to be like at peace with the mm-hmm. hectic unknown and like everything that's going to like derail your life. Um, but also though, like I, maybe that's why maybe we just don't get it. Like those are the people that also like are so willing to just turn off their brain and be like, yeah, I'm not going to like think too hard about this. Like I'll, I'll do what you tell me to, I'll pay you the money. I need acupuncture. Yeah. Right. Like Like, I'm just trying to like buy some time. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But also those are really not the best people to bring, be bringing new people into the world because they're teaching them the same thing and they're not teaching them the value of critical thought. So it's just be like putting more and more and multiplying these sheepish people into the world. Well, I mean, I think, I think that sheepishness is an inherited trait. I think isn't, or is not an inherited trait. I think a lot of us end up kind of breaking the mold that our parents set in a lot of ways. Not everybody I, I don't does, think but... a lot. I would say, yeah, not a lot. They're so quick to just jump on another bandwagon that's sold to them rather than making that decision for themselves and being like, no, I'm not going to pick that or that. I'm Were your pick. parents suckers and bandwagon people? Yes. I have to give them <laughs> some credit. Yes. Because in their older age, none that they're like so old, but it's even harder to change when you're older. And I think they have done, they have become more and more open. Um, my as they've aged mm-hmm. like now they're cool with gay people. Is that what you mean? Yes. Huh. All right. Oh yeah. Allies. I think they're always pretty, uh, progressive on that front actually. Oh, okay. Then what do you but like? Um, just like not, I can't even think of anything specific, but like I mean, politics, I guess. And just like being like, like you, like when you pick something, like you have to pick the whole package deal, like rather than being like, I can't like pick and choose on these political issues. Politics is interesting with my parents too. I think, I think politics used to be a lot different Mm. because my mom, and I think again, sorry, mom, love you. My mom voted for W. I remember voting for W. People love W. Why did everyone call on that? Every time George W. <laughs> George W. Bush. <laughs> that was his name. <laughs> George <laughs> She voted for him. I remember it because my parents are now sort of on different political sides, but there was a time when like the the two like met in the middle somehow, which is mind-blowing in retrospect, but 11 It was 11 It brought the country together. <laughs> No, it's true. It worked. She voted for him <laughs> after 9-11. She was like, hell yeah. She was like, he's a badass. America. <laughs> and I just, I just think a lot of shit's changed, basically. Basically, what the fuck? Because <laughs> it used to be possible for, like, a person who was sort of a Democrat and a person who was sort of a Republican to be married, mm-hmm. which is what my parents were. <clears throat> yes. And, like, they could, like, come, they could, like, agree on some things. And they could, they were mostly, it wasn't a very present conversation and now it that seems inconceivable mm-hmm. i mean i bet some people are doing it but i i can't imagine how i don't think they're doing it successfully yeah. <laughs> i think it was different when our parents were I don't know, whatever age they were but yeah my my parents i wouldn't i don't know if they i don't know if they're suckers or sheepish people i have to think about <coughs> they've changed years sounds like years have changed a lot as far as being critical thinkers politically, but are they still, do they still fall for scams and cons? Yeah, they've got like certain things that they like that like, I don't really understand. <laughs> they'll pay a lot of money for it. But like, 
don't we all have some of those? Like I have things that I just like and people are like, why do you like that? And I'm like, what? I don't know. <laughs> like stupid things that like make me happy. I love that. What is it though? What's an example? Does. I don't know. I can't think of anything uh, I have. I guess I just like shopping. Anything at TJ Maxx makes me happy. I mean, it's all stupid. Like, is that what you mean? I'm being more specific. <laughs> more specific like my example for my parents is they really fucking will ride for some Marie Callender's frozen dinners <laughs> for me it's like like something else shitty that like is not because I have good taste it's just like I don't know I just like that like canned tuna that's a good one canned corned beef hash just I don't know why foods are the only idea I have you know but what like, mine is I could be a millionaire and I'd still eat it craft singles yep <laughs> so good like it's just I guess that's a con. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's me being a sheep. I actually think that me liking craft singles is like very punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you're not supposed to like that. You're supposed to that's want one way to look you're at supposed it. to want shitty ass cheddar cheese on a burger, which just like gets oily. Yeah, I and agree. Doesn't doesn't, nothing melts as well. It's nothing melts like a craft single. I'm like a craft single has the right amount of salty and almost sweetness. Oh, that sounds so gross, but I do. You know what I mean? Like a slice of cheddar on a burger is actually a deranged choice. It makes no sense. It just gets oily. <laughs> it doesn't taste like anything. Oh, my you Botox is hurt. You can't even taste it. You can't taste it. God damn it. You can't taste it. Vote for me for president. And we'll stop putting cheddar cheese on burgers. I think the only difference, this is what we will leave with you with. Actually, no. I'll, I'll, I want you to leave us with something. I don't have anything. You were you were the one who had something. I don't have anything. Well, Go who am it. I to say that I'm going to give us our ending <laughs> statement? My final thought is... <laughs> I can't just close on the floor. This is a partnership. But you had a thought and I want to hear it. I think the only difference between being sheepish and being punk rock <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> it's like how you like the fucking gusto behind how you say it like if you you came out and gusto. said like if you can justify like i fucking love crap singles and this is why i'm gonna fucking tell you and fuck you if you don't like rather than be like i don't know i kind of like crap singles but it's okay if you like that's it's so true that's the only fucking difference because you know what Five, six years ago, you might have had me ranting about how disgusting a craft single was. <laughs> until I <laughs> until I finally was just like, no, it's good. It just is good. And now here I am. You know, like things change. But <laughs> as long as you believe in yourself, leave. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'll leave you with. Don't let nobody tell you nothing. Don't you gotta let anybody tell you shit. You tell them. Believe in yourself. Who cares if your hunchback is acting up? Who cares if you have rosacea or scaly legs or you're just plain ugly and stupid? <laughs> Let's party, babe. You're a holy forever. Yes. <laughs> I've got nothing else to say. Peace. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah,